This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This Ace Cast download is brought to you by Link Soul. Go to LinkSoul.com and by Nest Bedding. Love where you sleep. Go to NestBedding.com. A's Cast, streaming on iHeartRadio and broadcasting locally on Bloomberg 960, KNEW Oakland, and KOSF 103.7 FM HD2 San Francisco. The swing and a high fly ball, deep left center field. Fletcher is back. He's at the wall. It's a grand slam for Ryan Noda. It's the A's first of 2023, and he has tied the game at eight. It's now time for the A's Clubhouse Show. The number is 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. Ken Korak, this is two straight games that we're going to sit here and we're going to talk about quality pitching. We're going to talk about quality defense. In this game, it wasn't so much you're going to talk about eight doubles and putting up nine runs. It was one swing of the bat, but... I like this kind of baseball. Two hours and 30 minutes, a clean game. You get the win. You got the rest of your Saturday. And you could think about tomorrow and, and the Spartans against Oregon State at Spartan Stadium, right? You know, the greatest thing is when you ruined the last year of the Pac-12. That's what we're all about, Ken. <laughs> yeah. Well, you guys played well against the Trojans, I thought. You made, I mean, it was a respectable game, I thought. It was, actually, for like the first three quarters. It no, was no. Uh, very respectable. But Well, having broadcast Spartan football for seven years myself, I have a little, you know, affinity for what they do on the gridiron, Chris. Did you have a, a signature touchdown call? I don't know. I just, it was too long ago, you know. <laughs> it probably was something like, Touchdown San Jose State, something simple like that, right? I never had well, a home run call for years, like for decades. People said, what's your home run call? I said, I don't know. I just, the ball is the batter, you try to call it. The whole, like, watch it fly thing, I don't even know where that came from. Uh, when, you, when you watched it fly in the fourth inning from uh, Brent Rooker, you know, at the end of the year, when you tally it all up, it's going to be interesting. I mean, this is a guy that basically made the club the last cut last night. Going to keep him. Going to keep Christian Pache. What are you going to do? And now you look at Rooker. He's still hovering around a 7.9. He's still hovering around an 800 OPS at 797. It's going to be interesting to where he he ends up. I mean, he's not great defensively. Strikes out a lot. But you look at the power numbers. I mean, Brent Rooker's been an interesting story. It's been a good year, I think, all things considered. He made the all-star team, Chris, and these have not had a lot of power around him. You look what the Angels have done, and now that Trout is 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 gone and they've you know put several of their guys, including Renfro, on waivers, and now Renfro's gone. He had 19 home runs, so what do you do? You, you walk Otani intentionally twice. And so Rooker has been really, for much of this year, the big power guy by far in the A's lineup. And he hits his 23rd today, and I think it's been a quality year for him. I know his average is less than 250, but I think he's made a lot of progress. And as Vince was saying on the broadcast today, Chris, he went through a, 
you know, a fairly long period where his production was way down, but he's fought himself out of that. And I think that's really big for a player. And even though Rooker's 28, it's the first time he's ever had extended playing time in the big leagues. And there was no question that multiple times today you were going to walk Shohei Otani. It's right. It's Buck Showalter and the Barry Bonds treatment. You have to do that. Why let you him beat to. you? Yeah, you have to do it. And you, like I said on there, you understand the reaction of the Angels fans and the fans that came to watch Otani. You get that. But if you're Kotze, you're trying to win a ball game. Oh, I could care less. We got we got their money already. Once we took their money in the gate, I you know who cares what they think. Uh, Paul Blackburn, a, a good outing. I got outing. some buddies coming out to watch him tomorrow from Japan. So yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, have fun. Make sure right. you grab some beers and some sausages right. and buy some merch. But we don't care how you feel. Um, I, I I I was a little shocked that. Paul Blackburn only went five. I thought you could at least got one more out of him with his pitch count. What would you think? Yeah, I thought so, too. I thought maybe he might go six today. Uh, we're getting late in the season. He didn't have his real good command today, so I don't have the exact pitch count right in front of me, but he was behind a lot of batters early, so that might have factored into it, and the A's had a rested bullpen, and he wanted the matchup against those left-handed hitters and the switch hitter, Renjifo, in the sixth inning with Kirby seen, so it, it worked out for the A's. You know what, Ken, at this point, get me to 50 wins. That's right, yeah. Well, That's... The, the, how about um, Deion Sanders today, Chris, like changing the subject completely? Well, I, you know, he's talked a big game, and he's backing up that big game, and you go down <laughs> to TCU, who played yeah. the national championship game and the shootout they had today. That game was as good a game, entertaining of a game. And I said it here, if he has a big year, don't be shocked if he, as we like to say in college basketball, is a one and done. And by next year, Dion is back coaching in the National Football League. I think he's got to stay with his kid, though. His son threw for 500 and some yeah. odd yards, like 510 yards today. He's electric. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. So anyway, we're off the beaten path. But still, it was a good day. It was a it was a good ball game, and I think Trevor May has been a great story for the A's too, Chris. What he's been through this year, and it well documented his openness and dealing with anxiety and, you know, the mental health issues, and he's come back and stronger than ever. You can make a case this is the best that he's ever pitched and uh, really reliable now for the club in the closer role. Well, get in your car, go home, and turn on the Pac-12 network because... Uh, fireworks are happening at the Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum. SC in their first drive, they go down and score. Reno gets the ball on their first drive, they go down and score. 7-7 already, and they just kicked the thing off. So going to be a wild one in L.A., so good football tonight. And uh, enjoy, and we'll see you tomorrow. Okay, buddy, thanks. The number 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. Back-to-back really good games. That's saying something. Folks, you're talking about 41 wins. To have two quality games like this. The manager talked to him, and they're starting to do and act on what he said. And it's nice to see. We'll talk about that and your phone calls, 833-625-2278, right here on the A's Clubhouse Show. 
Like sports, business is about winning. Championship decisions are business decisions based on what it takes to help your company win. And that's why there's UBO Business Services, specializing in helping you win every day by streamlining workflows, managing documents, and providing the best-in-class office technology. Make your championship decision with UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com. That's ubeo.com. Innovation is at the core of Cal State East Bay, like at our Green Biome Institute, where faculty and students preserve genetic information from California's endangered plants, or how we open doors for local entrepreneurs at our Small Business Development Center. From educators to nurses to STEM professionals, Cal State East Bay has real impact throughout the region's neighborhoods, boardrooms, and the entire economy. Be part of the innovation. Connect with Cal State East Bay at csueastbay.edu forward slash impact. Swung on drive, deep left center field. Rooker has got it all, and it is up, over, and out. Home run number 23 for Brett Rooker. With Ryan Noda aboard, it's 2-1 Athletics. On a 1-2 pitch. No doubt when he made contact, the sound was different, and the ball really jumped. 436 feet. 106 off the bat. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. How do you get the consistency to do it all year long with him? Brent Rooker goes into that category of not young. He goes into the category of not not a lot of experience. How do you get this for an entire year? And not the huge dips where you have just unbelievable, just like, wow, this guy. And then he falls off the, 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 falls off the, the map. And then now he's hitting again. Well, we said this a, a little bit ago, and then he fell off again. It's like, how do you get consistency? It's so much of this game. We always think about sports. It's about physical attributes. Because that's what we can measure. That's what we can look at. That's what we can look at with analytics and data. and what's, That's what we can go to StatCast and we can look. We can, we can measure your attributes. But the number one thing that we cannot and we still don't, we still don't know, and it happens in all the sports, is what's between your ears. How do you think? How do you strive? How do you be successful? How do you deal with stress? How do you deal with the bad times? How do you deal with injuries? How do you deal with with fatigue? How do you deal with boredom, complacency? The human brain is the untapped thing that we, we in sports, we don't know. Why does Michael Jordan, why does somebody who has the same attributes as Michael Jordan not play like Michael Jordan? I mean, baseball is a game of failure. Why do, why, why do certain guys know when to swing, how to swing, and how to do it on a more consistent basis than other guys? I mean, obviously, Rooker's got talent. I mean, there's no question since coming out of the SEC and flashes in the minor leagues. I mean, he's got the attributes. He's got the physical skills. How do you get him to do it? We like to think it's coaching. That's great. But there's some untapped stuff we just don't know. Players don't know. 
How do you get somebody to be consistent? A very tough thing. But Brent Rooker, another home run. Another really good game for the A's. In all facets, zero errors, good defense, and I think kind of like a heavy air today as I'm looking here in my scorebook and I'm thinking, okay, Butler in the second inning, Geloff in the fourth inning, who else? Uh, Seth Brown in the fourth inning. There were some deep balls hit to center, but the ball just was not flying today. That if this was a normal day game at the Coliseum, sun was out and it was warm, those balls are probably out. We're not even talking about a 2-1 game. Ball just wasn't flying today, and some guys got some good wood, and they just didn't go that far. But overall, defensively, what they look like defensively, turning a, you know, I like the double play in the fifth inning. I like how they're taking care of business. I mean, this is this is this is like good watching good baseball. This is what it's supposed to be. And they talked about finishing. The manager talked about finish, finish strong. Even if you're not, I mean, even if you're not going good, finish. Learn how to play a full season because a lot of these guys have never played a full season in their career. You got to learn how to run that marathon, right? You learn from your first marathon. Now, I am not speaking from experience. I will never run a marathon. I'm get you know what? I'm guessing on this. But you train, you do your first marathon, and then after you do your first marathon, I'm assuming you go, well, you know, there's some things I would do differently. However the training would be, how, you, how, how you'd lead up to it, how you would run it, same thing for these guys. They're learning how to do it. Let's go to uh, Max in Orange County, all the way to the OC. Max, lead us off today here on the A's Clubhouse Show. Hey, Tony, Matt here, and I uh, want to talk about the A's bullpen. It's been pretty impressive, but before I do that, I haven't had a chance to hear how did you do it with Sweet and the Sticks on Thursday? I would say this between myself, the great Ken Korak, Vince Catronio, there were some really good shots. Uh, it was not a complete uh, not a complete round. There were some struggles. You could tell that uh, three guys that are working full-time jobs did not bring their A game. So at times, it was <laughs> ugly. There was some glimpses of some talent there. We were basically like, um, if you were grading us out, we'd be like a bad high school game. You know, there was a couple of times it looked like you could play, but the rest of the time you were like, these guys need some work. They truly need some work. You know, you have to self-evaluate. If you can't look yourself in the mirror and self-evaluate, you're never going to get better as a player. And I think we all could say we need to get better as players. Uh, hey, absolutely. I understand. I My goal is just to have a golf ball by the end of the 18th hole. That's my goal now. So, <laughs> um, okay, Jimenez, you can see Kotze has been slotting him in that kind of setup role in the last, I don't know, week or so, and he's been throwing well. It's like the Jimenez of last year. I think he's a free agent. Maybe you can, like, confirm that with me. And then, obviously, May's a free agent, too. What's your thoughts of maybe bringing back both in 2024? Is it possible? I just uh, – Trevor May, I don't see it. I just I, – I, I don't see it. He's really – I mean, I – if he continues to pitch the way he's pitching, as Ken Korak just said, 
you're in a situation to where, you know, he might make himself some money. I doubt that we're going to go out. But I don't know. I mean, there's going to be a the strategy of how are the A's going to go about spending the money that they have. Now, I Danny Jimenez, he's not a free agent or until forever. Like, I, I don't even have to look that one up. But down, I mean, we got Danny Jimenez. We got Danny Jimenez for, for a long time. I would say his free agency wouldn't be till who 27, 28, something like that. So Yeah, that's right. You're, he's arbitration eligible now that I'm looking at it. You're right. Um, what does it say? What, when's it, what's the earliest free agent? Set 27 or 28? Yeah, I think that would qualify as his last, his, his what, fourth season. So you don't have to worry um, about that. I mean, that that's where, that's, that's where, you know, Luke Jackson is a guy that I like. Um, huh. So, I mean, you start wondering about, about uh, no Zach Jackson that, that that guys that you think about who could come back next year mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. there's arms that you're gonna have um I, that's why we keep talking and I know it's a long way away from uh it's a long way away talking about spring training we have a long way to go but you know when you start thinking about arms and what guys could do for you you know Zach Jackson was somebody that. And we love talk. We got to get him on the show because we like talking a little SEC football with him, being a former Arkansas guy. He's a um, great guy. But with, with Jackson and Jimenez and a bunch of these guys coming back, and hopefully they're going to be healthy because obviously Jackson's been out forever and just got Danny Jimenez back. But and we don't want to talk about like spring training seems like forever, but spring training is going to be interesting because you have this, uh, uh, you have a stable of arms. Whether you're talking starters, you're talking relievers, you've got a bunch of guys. Now the reason, one of the reasons why you would may, I would bet doesn't come back is that you're going to go with cheaper options, cheaper options when you have like Danny Jimenez and you have Zach Jackson. Sure. I mean, that's why you'll, yep. you'll start, you, you, you'll want to build around them. But like I said, you never know there, there's going to be money to spend how they spend it. I just know from what I understand, instead of doing the hodgepodge, spread it out on a bunch of people, I know that, you know, just having conversations with Kotze, it's like, hey, why not just spend more money on, like, two, three guys who are better than spread it around on all these different guys? So, But we'll see how they do it. Right. They, they have a track record, seems like, of grabbing that bullpen arm in free agency, kind of that guy that maybe had a rough year before, but had proven it in the past. Like Keith, I know on the broadcast I mentioned Keith Folk today. I had totally forgotten about Keith Folk. He, he was incredible for the A's back then, too. So someone like that. Yeah, I have a feeling, though, that this is the, the direct. They got the guys in house. We'll see. Are they going to go out and spend? What, what is what is what is May making? Seven million? He's seven million he's this seven year. Million. Yeah, are we going to go out and spend $7 million on a guy again? Because you kind of got burned. I would have thought the game plan, you hope Trevor May comes in, throws the ball well, stays healthy, and you flip him at the deadline. But obviously when he went, I'm not going to say obviously, but to some people it was. When I had, I had a conversation with somebody, a pretty good source, and when they said when he went on the DL for the IL for what he went on, he will not be traded. And I went, are you serious? And then, of course, he wasn't traded. So Yeah, that's too bad because any scout could see the last month, even before the deadline, he's really figured it out. Not, I mean, he's not blowing guys away, but he's getting out. 
He's going to be 34 next year. So unless he wants to tap, like, I wouldn't, if you said, Townsend, here's $7 million, what are you going to do with it? I wouldn't invest in him, but we'll see. All right, thanks, Townie. Appreciate you as always. Thank you. And as I say that, he has been throwing the ball well. There's no doubt about it, and it's been a terrific story. And after the game, Vince Catronio caught up with Trevor May. He's making two victories in a row against the Angels, a hard-fought 2-1 victory, and Trevor May at the end with save number 16. Trevor, you've been at this business long enough to know when you've got a one-run lead and the bullpen has to get four innings, have to get 12 outs. There's a lot of guys that are pulling on the same end of the rope. How about leading up to you and giving us some kudos to those guys that put you in that position? Yeah, a lot of guys came in uh, big spots and and did their job. I, I you know, I've, that's been preaching me my whole career, and I've tried to pass on is that, like, just hand off the hand the baton off and usually when when guys are cooking a little bit and, and handing off and it's going well like it's pretty easy to pick up on that momentum and believe so what are your hopes for the month of september for this group down there in the bullpen the things that you could do when you've got the lead that you could do what you did today and that's hold on to it yeah um i think it's it's you know the, this is the time when you don't have a playoff run coming that year it's a time to uh to stay locked in and and make sure that you're you're getting everything you you can out of the uh, the what you time you have left and and just kind of getting experience when maybe the pressure isn't as high. Uh, it, it's 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 very valuable time and uh, I'm excited to see some of these guys, especially guys who who have their in their first or second year kind of establish themselves because it's crunch time at that point in their careers and uh, it's a great opportunity for them. The kid from Kelso, a realization of a dream, as you mentioned when you got the save and that emotional game against the Mariners in the last series. Things have gone pretty well for you recently. What do you point to the things that have worked well for you on the mound in this always tough situation where it's you're the last line of defense? Well, uh, not really second-guessing my plan. I think uh, I'm, I'm confident that I can throw uh, all of my pitches in any count, um, and I'm just doing it whether or not it happens or not. It's not shaking me whether or not I'm going to do it next time. So, um, And in the past, I think that I would get away from things and try to be a little bit too fastball heavy. So that, in terms of usage, has helped, but um, just kind of a little bit of a different outlook on the on the game and, and uh, knowing, being kind of grateful every day for having the opportunities and just... Uh, uh, as simple and as as easy as this sounds, I basically just tell myself in the mirror every day before I go out there and I project that I'm going to pitch. Just do your best, man. And uh, once you once you just tell yourself you did your best every day, it's it's pretty easy to to kind of stay stay and stay what what you're doing and just kind of repeat it. Lead off walk and the bunt gets him in a scoring position. No surprise that Otani has walked. Everybody's doing that around baseball. Yeah. Take me through the final two outs and what the focus was at that point with the tying run at second base. Yeah, you just uh, you want to keep some soft contact. I know that uh, you know they, they got some guys that are pretty good at, at uh, getting the ball where people aren't. Uh, so it's just about commanding pitches and and trying to, to make my misses in good spots and and even if even if there wasn't as many strikes as I would like today, it was it's staying away from that damage uh, with one run lead. And you know, homers are, are the kind of the name of the game these days. So just trying to stay away from those. That's number one. And then uh, and then get ahead of guys and just try to make one pitch at a time. Because always, I always say one you're one pitch away. And uh, fortunately, you know, we got a ground ball in the infield to keep us keep keep that run from scoring. And then a pop up first pitch. I mean, that's that's how it's supposed to go. So. Finish strong, Trev. Thanks for the visit. Thank you.
Trevor May joining us. He's victorious by a 2-1 final. Townie, now back to you. All right, the number is 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. And it's definitely a great story. It's definitely a rebound story. You know, it's it's tough to talk about saves when you're a ball club that's won 41 games. You know, the least of your worries is is the guy at the end of the game to lock it down. When he once again he won 41 games, but you know, he is really rebound. And we all know what he's went through, and I think it's absolutely wonderful how he is the type of person that went public with his struggles. Because when someone like this goes public with their struggles, it helps people who are dealing with the exact same things that he's dealing with. He's an inspiration. It really shows you the power of celebrity. And maybe sometimes we don't think of baseball players in the same way we do other celebrities, but they are. And they're people in the public eye. And when you see somebody in the public eye dealing with something that you're dealing with and overcoming it and battling it, it helps you. Together, people, they draw strength together in so many different forms that people, we're stronger together than we are as individuals. And that's why I think it's been so important that he has been open about it. He's talked about it. And also for him. I'm not trying to play psychologist here or therapist here, but, but you know, you, you, you learn things over time and you read about it. And that, you know, when you're facing these things head on, it's healthy for you to talk about it. It helps you become stronger. And I'm sure there's a lot of people that have reached out to him and said, thank you for everything that you've done. And that means a lot. I know that's happened, but I'm just, I'm not trying to speak for him. I know a lot of people have reached out to say thank you, and that makes him stronger. We're all stronger together. That's why I, it's one thing that I, I like that all sports are doing it. It's just not baseball, but all sports are recognizing that, you know, there's, there's times where what's happening to you in your personal life is going to affect how you play. It's going to dramatically help how you play, and sometimes things need to be different in your life, and sometimes you need to step back. And he did that this year, and obviously he's better for it. Who knows what would have happened if he would have kept quiet and he just would have tried to battle through it. I'm going to be a tough guy and try and battle through it. Who knows what that does to his career? You'd be amazed. There is a former Angels starter that a friend of mine has gotten to know. They, pl they play a lot of golf together. He was very, very successful, but he dealt with a lot of depression, a lot of anxiety. And even to this day, this guy's super, super successful, made a ton of money, doesn't even like talking about his career to people. I mean, how everybody handles it, it's, it's different. But I'm really happy for Trevor May. So whether he's here next year or he moves on, we're, all, we're all, always going to root for him and really appreciate what, uh, what he's done for a lot of people in our community, no question. Let's go to right field, Will. Right field. What's shaking? What's going on, Townie? How you doing, my man? You know, two straight two straight wins, two really good baseball games, two really good efforts. I'm glad I was a part of both. Uh, same here, my man. It was a good time on the bleachers. 
We were having a good old time out there tonight, or this afternoon, sorry. But uh, it's just, yeah, it's good seeing the team play well. Yeah, 41 wins, I mean, again, like we've said many a time, is it the best of years? No, but these kids are busting their butts, playing hard, and giving us something to be excited for building into next year, and I really do appreciate that. Let me ask you a question from the standpoint of where you sit and you're used to obviously fly balls in the outfield looking at the flags. We know that the wind swirls once they built Mount Davis, the wind swirls in here. Could you tell today that the ball normally on a day game when it's hot, the ball travels? Could you tell the ball wasn't traveling, especially on some of these balls like Butler's shot to center in the second. Geloff hit one to center in the fourth. And so did uh, Seth Brown hit one to center in the fourth. I thought Butler's was out of here. It was one of those I kept looking at, and I was just, I don't know how it got knocked down. It was, it was, it felt warm and humid out there in the bleachers, so I was really surprised it didn't play like a normal day game. It got knocked down, which was, uh, yeah, I really don't understand. It was not your typical day game, Coliseum day. Yeah, because you tell, was there any wind out by you guys? Was it swirling? It was, it honestly felt really still. It felt like a still day at the uh, at the good old ballpark. Yeah, a still, cloudy, humid day, something that uh, uh, we don't get often here. Especially no, we do right, not. right next to the right next to the San Francisco Bay. This was no, more like something all, you get man. in the southeast. Absolutely. But it's something else I called about. Will I be seeing you at San Jose Muni, possibly on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday for some good old San Jose Giants versus Stockton Ports baseball? Is that, they, is it, oh, that's that series we talked about. Yes, sir. Absolutely. So what? Wait, what, have, what? What do we got? What? What? What do the? What do the Oakland Athletics? I know we're going on the road. What do we got going? Yes, uh, you know what? It's, it may be tricky, but hopefully we can pull one off somehow. So you're saying what? 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 What is it again? I'm. We'll be. I'll be there since the A's are uh, home. It'll be Thursday night game, Friday night game, Saturday night game, and a Sunday day game to finish the Stockton Port season. I will be there for you know because I I I like to be there for the first game of the series. I like to set the tone. I for sure. We'll grab the commander because he's going to make me buy him drinks. I will be there on Thursday the 7th because that is a day off for us. Splendid. I will see you at good old San Jose Muni. Your old subby guns where you dominated at San Jose State. You know, they often wonder why they didn't name the ballpark after me after my illustrious career. It's been a great, it's been a great, great mystery in the history of Bay Area baseball. I agree with you, sir. I wish I could have seen you there, <laughs> but I will. I will take your word for it. I I agree with everything you tell me, my man. Oh, I am lying like usual. All right, I will play golf in the morning, and I will meet you at San Jose Muni September seventh when our ports are taking on the San Jose Giants, and I'm sure the great Alex Jensen will also be there. I will see you there, my man. Have a good night. In, All right, enjoy buddy. this W. Let's get the let's get the sweep tomorrow. Let's go. Oh, would love that. Suck on that suck rally, rally monkey. Appreciate I, it. I, I eight three three. Suck it, rally monkey. <laughs> See ya. Eight three three six two five two two seven eight. Like you guys remember that? I mean, I still have the rally monkey in my studio at home. Remember when it was great to like to hammer the angels and rip the angels? Remember that? 
There's not there's not a whole lot to it now, but the whole suck it rally monkey. But now, I mean, they they're not even using the rally monkey. I mean, they're terrible. Can you imagine what they're going through? I mean, well, we you know I, this has been a rough season, but they're that they, they're staring at no hope. I can't imagine. Like, I can't imagine. Because I don't even know what they're allowed to say. I, I I think they're one of those organizations that everybody has to really be careful about everything that they say. Well, what do you say to what they've just done? What do you say with what's happening with Otani or what's going to happen with Otani? I mean, it's a mess. You talk about a mess. 833-625-2278. A's with the win over the Angels 2-1. And, yes, going for the sweep tomorrow. We talk about it next right here on the A's Clubhouse Show. Let's be real. Mopping is a hassle. You have to fill the bucket. Pushing a wet, heavy mop around. Then cleaning the mop when you're done so it doesn't grow bacteria. A hassle on top of a hassle. Try Swiffer WetJet. With Swiffer WetJet, you start with a fresh pad and cleaning solution every time. And when you're done, you just toss the pad. Swiffer WetJet. The faster, easier, cleaner way to clean your floors. Unbeatable mileage from Chevron with Techron unlocks all kinds of unbeatable trips. Like to family dinner the next town over. Or to a family wedding the next, next town over. Or even to a family reunion over the river and through the woods at Grandma's house. Any drive is worth it to see Grandma. Especially when you can stop along the way for unbeatable cleaning power from Chevron with Techron. Your engine will be thanking you for making the trip. Download the Chevron app now and find unbeatable mileage near you. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story. And one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based channel championship team. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Ask Sherwin-Williams during the endless summer sale, September 1st through the 11th, and get 30% off paints and stains with prices starting at $31.14. That means 30% off our most popular color family, blue. Psychologists have found it to be soothing and relaxing, which makes it especially great for bedrooms and bathrooms. And of course, get 30% off all of our other colors. Shop the sale online or visit your neighborhood Sherwin-Williams store. Retail sales only. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. 
This is Chris Townsend, and if you're looking for a great place to eat and watch games, go see my friends at the Chicken Pie Shop at Walnut Creek. The Chicken Pie Shop is one of the hottest restaurants in Walnut Creek. You're not going to find a better menu, and come try their world-famous chicken pie that has been served in Southern California for 86 years. Spacious indoor and outdoor dining, perfect for your next private party or corporate event. Don't forget free parking. For more information, go to chickenpieshopwc.com. That's chickenpieshopwc.com. Pitch by Kirby is drilled to left. That is way back. Tony Kemp turning around. He's at the track. He's nearing the wall. He's at the wall. A leap. And he makes the catch and fires the ball back to the infield. Another piece of acrobatics in left field by Tony Kemp. Trying to track that all the way. Got himself to the warning track. At the last second, he leaps and he robs Renjifo of extra bases. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. Yeah, get after the sweep tomorrow. To me, get to 50 wins. Get to 50. And you might get greedy and say you want way more than that. Get to 50. What is there, 26 games left? That's what I would like to see. And this is what Mark Kotze talked about. You know, when you start saying, hey, it's tough to judge the manager based on what you've seen the last two years. Yeah, no question. We've talked a lot about that. But like with every team, at some point you see flashes of teams getting better. You've seen that with Detroit. You've seen that with Kansas City. Like, I want to see that with the A's where you start to say, okay, no matter who's been here, guys are getting better. People get better. As you work hard every day, people should be getting better. Is that happening? Well, let's see it. And we've seen some moments. We saw the first two games in Chicago. We saw some good moments in Seattle. Let's see it. All right, sweep these guys. Three good games. This is a team that's in total, I mean, you want to talk about a team in flux? That's what Anaheim is. Yeah, I still call them Anaheim. The Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim Disney, whatever the heck their name is. But that's, you know, they had a bunch of guys get off the bus yesterday, and they all looked at each other and went, oh, okay, we're all teammates now? That's what you're playing. You should sweep these guys. And then it, you're, it, you're, you're, you're a part of the spoiler gang. You've got three straight teams that you're going to play that you've got a chance to really hurt what they're trying to do. Toronto, Texas, and Houston. Get to that 50 win mark. Finish strong. Let's go to Mustang Matt in Discovery Bay. Go ahead, Mustang. Man, seeing back-to-back wins, seeing the eight doubles yesterday, seeing a nice tight ball game where it seemed like we were dealing with the marine layer where you hear the sound of the bat and you go, oh, that's a dinger. Uh, No, not quite. But I feel like 50, 60 games ago, you're you're just you're you're almost betting you're like I wonder how we're gonna lose this one. And then they don't. You know, they get 
Get a guy on third. Otani comes up. He goes to first base. All right, cool. One pitch, one out. It's a W. That's big because where we're at in the standings, where how many losses we have and how easy it would be to just fold it in and not care, you get a W. And so, you know, I get to go to the game tomorrow, sit a couple rows back from the – from the opposing dugout, and uh, I get I get to have a little fun. So this is a game where you see, you know, when you see Blackburn out there, like he gives you five, you'd want six, but you know he gets he gets a win, and you know he's been he's been pretty good in his last few starts as far as like his overall numbers. So you know this is just I think I think the most important takeaway for these next you know stretch of games is audition for spring training. Get better. Improve now because you don't know what the next season, you don't know what it's going to be like. You know, what are you going to – you're not going to put a, you know, 70, 70 wins as your marker go, man, we need to win 70 games next year. No, you're going to start a completely new slate as a whole different set of expectations. So I believe that the audition for spring training, which I'm already looking forward to and this season's not over yet, but there's going to be a lot, a lot of people battling for positions and competition and young talent and whatever the front office decides to do. Cause I mean, I, I don't have a crystal ball, so I don't know what that's going to look like, but you know, I, I think that we're starting, we're starting to play a brand of baseball that looks like complete baseball. And so, and today was, you know, I, I think if today it was 85 degrees outside and we got the normal day air, I think we'd probably win this game you know, five to one, four to one. Yeah, I agree. I I, I agree with all of that. Yeah, you know, I, I you know, it's going to be for us who are going to be striving to get out of this. You're going to be like thinking, like, okay, battles. There needs to be great battles in spring training, and I know that's still like we've got the rest of the season, but that's what we've talked about, about playing the young players, letting the young players get a taste of it, letting them see, putting the carrot in front of them. And really for everybody, this is a, this is an audition. And if you think this is an audition just for the A's, you're kidding yourself. Everybody is watching everybody, all 30 teams. And that includes your team, the A's, are watching what's going on in these games. So whether you're going to be here, whether you're going to be traded, whether you're going to be a free agent, whatever your situation is, if you're not playing hard and you look like a dog, everybody's seeing it. You may not think because, oh, we only have 13,000 or we had 11,000 or we had 3,000, we had four. Those people don't matter for your career. What matters for your career is all the people in baseball who are watching these games and they're evaluating. Every day is an audition. If you don't think so, well, you won't last long. Everybody is watching. Who knows in the offseason? Some scout that some scout that's coming in from Toronto, some scout that's coming in from Houston, from Texas, advanced scouting says, you know. 
so-and-so for the A's or so-and-so for the Angels. I actually like this player, writes up this report. Next year in the offseason, general managers, assistant general managers are talking. Next thing you know, your name gets brought up. Next thing you know, you're getting traded for. Every single inning and every single pitch of these games that seem like they don't matter, they may not matter to us, but this isn't our career. Doesn't mean you know, for the fans, ah, what does this game have? For every one of these players out here, every single moment of those games means something because everybody's watching. And your future depends on how you play because I, I don't know really how many guys today looking at it have long-term guaranteed contracts. I mean, who's playing today has got a long, long guaranteed contract? Yeah. I mean, Ota- no, I, Ota- I, I, hear you. I, I think Otani financially is going to be okay going forward. I think he might do all right. Uh, but like, he's a free <laughs> agent. Like even he's a free now he's going to have, a, he's going to have a really long-term contract probably with a lot of opt-outs, but you get what I'm saying. These are everybody playing today could be either staying with this team on the move in the off season Going back to the minor leagues, every everybody today is playing for something, and that's why. Like even when you say, I kind of like, I kind of grimace when you say, "Hey, they haven't given up." Who the hell out here has any right to give up? If anybody out here is given up, get your ass out of here. You don't belong in the big leagues. Everybody in this game today is fighting for their future. They're fighting to stay here. The only guy that's guaranteed anything after this is Shohei Otani, who was playing in this game today. Everybody in an Angels uniform, everybody in an A's uniform, should be battling for their careers today. No, I, I agree with you there. Um, you know, I I think the one, the one painful part of today's game was there was a there was a check swing by Soderstrom, and it was like I want to say it was like five and a half feet off the deck, and I like I want I want to see him I want to see him succeed. There was a couple balls thrown down the second that like to be honest I think he had he had two people dead to rights if we if we catch the ball and make a good tag. Um, was nice to see him throw uh, get that uh, gunning down at third base. Um, I'm just, I'm just curious if he's just like really, really deep into his head right now. So I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that, that, you know, that gets turned around, but, um, I think that was probably the one part about the game watching today. I'm just like, man, someone, someone needs, like, I want him to succeed. And I, I just, I wonder if he's just trying to press too hard because he, you know, he got sent down and came back up. Now he's, you know, he's, he's in the catching position and, you know, a couple rolled over ground balls, check swing. But, you know, I think one of the biggest plays of the game Mustang, you just want to put your arms around him and say, it's going to be okay, right? Yeah, Yeah, you do. (laughs) Just Just tell him, man, can you please go breathe? Breathe for a second. You know, like. Now, I, 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 did you watch the whole game? I did. I don't remember. I don't remember what strikeout it is. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to look at the book. What strikeout was it? There was a strikeout, and there's a runner on second, and he threw it. It might have. I don't know when it was, but he threw it to third with two outs, 
Because you know how catchers, they'll throw it to first or third on the third out of a strikeout? That's something that yep. we do now in baseball, that they used to just – catcher used to roll the ball back out to the mound. Now catchers will throw it either down. If you're in the first base dugout, they'll throw it to first on that last strikeout. If you're in the uh, third base dugout, they'll throw it to third. He threw it to third. And Diaz caught it kind of like, what are you doing? And threw it back to the pitcher. I don't know how many people noticed that. But that was like, uh, did he not know the outs? I don't know if a lot of people caught that today. I was just sitting here watching it going, you know. Soderstrom is the one guy that legitly you can say, without doing the old cliches, oh, these guys are so young. Soderstrom is the one guy who actually is young. Now, these other guys are not that young. They're just inexperienced. Soderstrom actually is young. He's out of high school. He's just 21 years old. He's young. He's going to be fine. Best thing about him is he's just getting the experience. Yeah, he's gripping it. It's hard. It's hard to hit at the big league level, but he's just 21. And he's one of these guys, you want to see him here, let him finish, go into the offseason, understanding, hey, man, there's a lot I got to work on. There's nothing wrong with a little failure in life, Mustang. There's nothing wrong with it. Hey, appreciate the phone call. Uh, where are you going to be tomorrow? What section? Um, I don't have the section number because my friend has the tickets, but it's literally on the on the, the dugout of the Angels. Um, so it's it's like near it's like right in between, you know, like where the the end of the dugout and the start of the tunnel. So, I'm I'll be wearing my Fort Knox gold tomorrow. All right, I'll try and come find you. All right, we'll see you tomorrow. All right, the number eight three three six two five two two seven eight. That's eight three three six two five two two seven eight. Let's go to Mike in Texas. Go ahead, Mike. What's going on, Tony? Hey, uh, great game. Absolutely great game. I'm glad to see them play a, a, a two-to-one game and win and with the defense. You call them the Anaheim Angels. I'm old enough. I still call them the California Angels. So, do, do, does, the uh, great st- does the great state of California want their ball club back? Uh, why not? What the hell? Like the Golden State Warriors, the state of California wants the California Angels back? I still remember them with a little white halo on the top of their hat. So, oh, that's I going mean, way back. You're going way yeah, back. Yes, it is. I remember Bobby Valentine playing center field for them. Uh, my grand, my grandfather, my my grandfather was on the first staff of the California Angels. Nice, but. You know, we talk about defense, and I told you this last year, and Nick Allen, and Nick Allen can just flat out get it. Dallas Brayton said on the broadcast, you know, if he can hit 250, he'll take it. This guy can. And I was fortunate enough to talk to Vita. I got, he got trapped with me on a flight one day for a couple hours, so we talked baseball. But I, I asked him particularly about Campy and Dick Green. And he said, well, you got to include Captain Sal in that. But he used to tell me, I just needed to get it on the ground. If I could get it on the ground, these two would get it. And Nick Allen and Zach Geloff have that feel about them. I'm not anointing them yet, but they have that feel. That you get it on that ground, and these two are going to turn it. And it's only going to get better. 
and it's fun to watch. I love it. I really do. Well, I mean, like Dick Green, Dick Green couldn't hit a lick, but he was great defensively. Now, if you've got bats in other spots, you know, that's like the whole thing about we draft all these catchers. I'm always like, really? Everybody around here is so into catchers. I'm like, really? Uh, Maldonado doesn't hit at all in Houston, and they say he he's like their MVP. I want a catcher who can handle a staff. I, I, now it matters to throw a few years, the past couple of years, no one was stealing bases, so how well you threw uh, down to second base really didn't matter. Now it matters. But the number one thing is, how do you understand a game plan? How do you understand your pitchers? Because it's so tough because you got eight zillion pitchers that are going to come up. That's the number one thing. It's not hitting. It's not hitting. I need a guy that understands how every single guy on the mound ticks. And this isn't like Ray Fossey would talk about. He goes, Townie, we, we had four starters and a couple of relievers. No, you now have 13 pitchers. And then coming up from the minor leagues and guys that are coming in as free agents, you're going to have a bazillion, like an A's catcher right now is going to catch a lot of different players. Well, he's got to know how every one of these players, how they emotionally tick, how they deal with adversity, what they're good at with adversity, what are their key pitches when they have adversity. He's got to study the game plans. He's got to know his team. He's got to know the other team. There's a lot. You talk about being cerebral. There's a lot that you got to know upstairs as a catcher. We're drafting these guys like we want them all to be these big-time hitters. Man, if you get any type of offense out of your catcher, to me, that's a bonus. How many teams have won the World Series with a mediocre or not even close to a mediocre catcher offensively? I can tell you a lot. You don't need a ton of power. It drives me nuts. We keep drafting these guys in the first round. I, I don't need that. I need players. I need players who can hit that play right and who play left and play first and play third. That's where I need my offense. And shortstop, yeah, if Nick Allen could hit 250, it'd be a blessing. But the one thing today when I saw the lineup and to steal a, a quote, just thinking to myself, you are killing me, Smalls. You are just killing me. I mean, why is it Esty in there? But even left. I mean, he's hot right now and. If we need a run and he gets on, they'll manufacture it with him. Why are you pinch hitting for for, for Butler? I I don't care who's on the mound. I want to watch Butler play. This isn't the seventh game of the World Series, for God's sakes. But who am I? I understand. Who am I? I I? Team got the win. Team got the win. That's all that matters. But it's like I I want Lawrence Butler – if they're bringing Randy Johnson out of the bullpen, I want to see. I want Lawrence Butler to face him. Hey, this is what it's like to face Randy Johnson. Yes, but I want I want right Lawrence now. Butler and Zach Geloff to play and get as many at bats as they possibly can. I want Butler and Geloff to play and get as much possible experience, playing time, eating the spread, getting on the plane, staying at the Ritz-Carlton of the Four Seasons. I want them to get as much of this as possible because I want this all just to be sinking into their brain as they head into the offseason and prepare for greatness next year. These kids, if we're going to get out of this garbage, if we're going to get out of playing like this, 
these two guys got to be good. That's just yeah, that's just that's the bottom line. You you have put your stock. You have bought stock in these guys. This stock's got to hit. I I agree, and I want to see them hit with Nick Allen and Ruiz on base. I want to see a pitcher have to go from the stretch and have his attention not on the hitter. This, oh my lord, is that just dangerous? But the last thing, the, the, we have a pitcher right now, and you keep saying it. He reminds me of Jason Isringhausen. When he was with the Mets, he couldn't stay healthy. He just couldn't. Mason Miller. And the A's took Isringhausen and said, well, he's not going to stay healthy, so we're going to limit his innings as a closer. Let him throw, and maybe we can limit his innings and keep him healthy. To me, that's where Mason Miller is. You know, you know he's going to get hurt. He can't stay healthy. So let's limit him to one inning. Let him throw, and let's see if he can just close. Now, I don't know. I'll, what do you got on that? And have a good one. Well, I'll tell you what. It, I, I, I'm really open to the discussion of people who are into roster building. I'm really open to the discussion of how valuable is a starting pitcher if he goes once every six days for four or five innings. How 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 valuable is that? I I don't think that I don't think there's great value to that anymore. Well, no, forget no. forget saying anymore. I don't think there's that great a value to that. I mean, if we're gonna have guys go once every five days, yes, especially once every four days. My God, but now what we're constantly going? Oh, it's once every six days, and there's time we're pushing a guy back. I mean. I've been saying it now for over a year. You've got to get 4,374 outs, and your best arms are pitching less and less and less. Well, if you're telling me that we're always going to sit here on pins and needles and Mason Miller's elbow, and, oh, my God, it's going to blow at any minute, and he threw five innings, let's run to the hills. I mean, it's like today. Paul Blackburn went five innings. Really? You can't get six or seven out of him? Like, seriously, at some point, you've got, if you want to be good again, you're going to have to find your your best arms are going to have to get more outs than the guys who aren't your best arms. I mean, I think that's pretty simple. If you want to be competitive, your best players got to factor in the games. But if you're always saying, I'm worried about my best players getting hurt, and they're factoring less and less in the games, then I think you're not going to have as good of a record. It's just reality. The best players got to play the most. And if they're not, well, how do I get Mason Miller in the game the most? How do I get him to help me win? Is it every six days pitching four or five innings? And, oh, my God, if his pitch count gets up there, I'm in panic mode? Or let it rip for one inning? Yeah, maybe he is. You know, we, we don't even have to say technically a closer. I need you as a high leverage guy, whether it's the ninth, the eighth, the seventh. Just I need you to come in and you're like a fireman. There's a fire. You come in, put out the fire. That's what we need you for. Maybe that is the role that can keep him healthy and he will be of most value to me. That's the thing. Where are you most valuable to me? Because right now, you pitch seven innings of shutout baseball, and you've got a no-hitter going. We go to panic, take you out of the game. Two days, two starts later, you're done. Like, I'm worried that Mason Miller, every single time he takes the mound as a starter, it's a ticking time bomb. And we're always just sitting here waiting for when it's gonna, when's, when's it going to happen? When's Tommy John coming? 
I, I, I that that's just that's no way to live. That was the same way with Jason Isringhausen. The Mets couldn't keep him healthy. We yeah, the they, 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 they had their Pulsiver. It was Pulsiver, Wilson, and Isringhausen, if I'm remembering correctly. Yes. It was Paul Wilson, Jason Isringhausen, and, and what was Pulsiver? I can't remember what his first name was. But it, they had their big three. Oh, and everybody loved them, and everybody thought they were going to be great. Hey, thanks for the phone call, Mike. And they it's never worked out. And... Great for Isringhausen. I mean, he went through the surgeries, but he battled through it. And, you know, I remember last time we talked to, to Jason Isringhausen, he was going into the A's. We were taking on the Cardinals, and he was going into the uh, Cardinals Hall of Fame. Now, we got to reach back out to him. He was great. And he was emotional, too, about it. I mean, it means a lot. I mean, think about it. You start getting hurt, and you start going under the knife. I mean, you think your career is done. The fact that you resurrect yourself and you have some great moments with the A's and you go into the St. Louis Cardinals, what I, I don't know, is it the Hall of Fame or whatever there? I remember Johnny and uh, Dallas, they were all, and Alex Jensen, they were all just there. I believe it's the Cardinals Hall of Fame, but Jason Ezringhausen went in that. That's a big deal. Cardinals Hall of Fame, no question. All right, 833-625-2278. A's with the win, 2-1. to one. They go for the sweep tomorrow. We continue with your phone calls next right here on the A's Clubhouse Show. Jessica has to take her kids to school, go to the supermarket, finish the sales report for her boss, do the laundry, help her mom with her doctor's appointment, get the car washed and the oil change, walk the dog, go to the pharmacy to get her daughter's allergy medication, remind her husband again to take out the trash, meal prep, call her dad. Life doesn't stop, but your Medi-Cal coverage just might. That's why Kaiser Permanente wants to remind you that you may need to renew your coverage. Go to kp.org slash stay covered and get the information you need. Kaiser Permanente, for all that is you. This is Chris Townsend and Commander Cody for Link Soul. The new summer colors and prints are in stock. The new polos, lightweight, all the colors you want. Fabulous. We got our new order. My wife is so happy that I'm dressing so much better. All thanks to Link Soul. You name it, whether it's polos, whether it's shorts, anything for your summer needs, you need to revamp your wardrobe. You go to LinkSoul.com and they got great summer deals. Go to LinkSoul.com. That's LinkSoul.com. Embarrassed by ugly yellow toe fungus? Living with toe fungus is, it's embarrassing. I was afraid to take my socks off. I hid my yellow and crumbly toes from everybody. Introducing Crystal Flush. Crystal Flush is the only FDA-registered two-in-one home treatment that attacks your toe fungus from both the inside and out. Crystal Flush's new and different combination system knocks out toe fungus for good, guaranteed. Crystal Flush is different. After just a few weeks, my fungus was gone. I mean, 100% disappeared. Crystal Flush was the only thing that ever worked. So if you're skeptical because you tried a bunch of other stuff, Crystal Flush is different. This is a game changer. Crystal Flush is now available without a prescription, but it is not available in stores. Get your risk-free supply today. Go to crystalflush.com. That's C-R-Y-S-T-A-L flush.com. Stop being embarrassed by ugly yellow toenails. Go to crystalflush.com or call 800-204-4484. Three-two pitch swung on a drive in the left center field gap and deep. It's going and it is gone! A three-run over for Rucker and the A's win it 9-7. You're listening to A's Cast. And the fish to Tony. And he hits a line drive, base hit to right. Notice the third up with the ball, Gonzalez. Around third is Noda. Throw to the plate is offline, and the A's have won it. A walk-off base 
hit to right by Tony Kemp has scored Noda from second base. This is the A's Clubhouse Show. A's with the win, 2-1. to one. How about Paul Blackburn? Paul Blackburn with the win. I know, no one cares about wins anymore, except us dinosaurs. But I think everybody's going to have to agree. We can't end the season with Fuji having the most wins for A's pitchers. It's bad enough. We're going to go two straight years without a complete game. Two straight years without a complete game. Can't have Fuji end up the season with the most wins. Cannot, cannot. So good for Blackburn. And you can't lose to a guy named Griffin. Right? Am I am I am I am I the only one? Or is everybody gonna agree? Like, was anybody afraid growing up going, oh my god, who they got going today? Oh, they've got Griffin. Griffin's on the mound. Did anybody ever fear Griffin? He's six two buck eighty. I had to look. He's a buck eighty. Griffin Kenning. He's. I mean, he's 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 the guy at the country club. You you cannot lose to Griffin. And I'm only joking. No offense to Griffin Kenning, who threw the ball well today. But you know what I'm saying. You can't lose to Robert in Portland. You can't lose to a guy named Griffin. Hey, Tony. Uh, you still got ten games left against. Detroit, the Angels. That's not a bad deal for you to get to 50 and make that Modesto flash drive your way. Okay, you don't. Let's not. Uh, let's not. Let's not bring that up and jinx it. When I when I put it out into the universe that we need 50 wins, some people may not know about my 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 bets that I have for food out there. But yes, Robert, thank you for thinking of me. 50 would get me off the hook, and um, I see that as a possibility. Remember, it was not a possibility. 50 wins for the A's is now a possibility. A win tomorrow? Oh, a win tomorrow, Robert's huge. Well, can you at least have the astrologer check out those dates, you know, up ahead when, uh, I mean, at least ask her if, you know, if, the moon's rising or whatever towards the last series of the year in L.A. when the Angels play us three games? Can you at least ask her? <laughs> I'm just, you know, I, I – Toronto's not going to be – this stretch of Toronto-Texas, even though Texas's bullpen is awful. Uh, yeah, I like how the ending is. You got four Detroit – you go on the road. You'll finish in Minnesota. It'll be interesting to see what can Cleveland make any type of run on Minnesota for the AL Central. But those last three games, I, I'm hoping to have that. You know, you win tomorrow. There's some wins out there. I mean, Bob Melvin and the Padres come to town. I mean, at some, I mean, the Padres are starting to. You're starting to see that the boat sunk. Like no one is, no one anymore is bringing up the. Well, if they just turn it around, the boat is sunk. So the Padres can be had. The tires can't. You know what? I'm fe- Robert. I'm feeling better about myself. All right. That is so hey, I looked at the '79 team that won 54, and guess you know on the roster, 
of all the guys, they were in their low, you know, they were young. Murphy was on that club. He was only 12, he was 24. But Ricky was 20 because he didn't turn 21 till that December after that season. But I looked at all the guys on the team, Armas and Page and all those guys. The only guy that stuck, you know, if you, if you think about it, that really, I mean, that's how hard it is to find, you know, guys that are going to be the answer, as you've, you've always said. It, it was, was Ricky. He was the only one on that whole roster, including pitchers, that was dynamic enough to stick around with the A's in the future. All Murphy was good. Don't get me wrong. Dwayne was, I love Dwayne. Great defensive outfielder. Hit about 250. But, but he wasn't, you know, he wasn't whiz bang guy. He wasn't, uh, you know, so that just goes to show you Geloff is, I think Geloff is the Ricky of the future. You know, it might not be Soderstrom. Who the heck knows? But that's how hard it is to find in a year when everything's gone to heck in a handbasket and you start playing all your youth from down on the farm. Well, wait, like wait, 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 wait. 79, that was the, what, they won 54 games? We always get compared yeah. to that team. You had well, more guys than that. You had more guys. Like, how? what do you mean? Like, Tony Armas stayed around for a while, right? Well, he was with them for three more years. I'm talking yeah. about. You're talking about at least what I'm talking about is a you know a dynamic player like you're you know like you're thinking. Ricky didn't stick. Ricky got traded to New York. Yeah, but that was after he really blossomed and played like you know what for the A's. I mean he 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 was you know he. But the whole point was that the whole point is that he didn't like Geloff. You're hoping that what is happening, and I know we've hoped this with multiple different style players, but you're hoping that once you get a Ricky, once you get a Giambi, like you keep these guys for a long time. That's what you hope. And you're hoping Geloff could be that guy no, that he's course, not traded. Sure. And then you bring him back and all that garbage. Is that that, you know, he stay, but then again, I, 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 even if we had everything possible going for our organization, I would still warn, you, you tell me how many of these $300 million contracts are, are working out for people. They're not – everybody wants to give out all of this crazy money because it makes you feel good in the offseason, and then you're stuck with these garbage contracts. I think the Bogart one really surprised me. I thought he was special. I, I didn't like the amount of money that San Diego gave him. That one, you know, it was a biggie. And now, of course, it's it's backfired. Um, Manny was a different deal when they signed him. He, you know, he he's done his job with the Padres. But you're right, a lot of these guys turn into uh, I don't know they become average, uh, and there's no sense paying them this ridiculous money. But it, but it, but the bottom line is, Tony, you got to hold on to one or two of your homegrown guys. And if he got a great park, like Fisher was interviewed the other day, he he said, I mean, I don't want who knows if he's telling the truth, but if he's got a great park, got good money coming in, he said that's and I'm winning. He's going to pay the guys to stay. Now, will he really do it? I who the hell knows. Well, what you need to do because our fans are going to, uh, you know, I already know our don't even need to go there, but. What I try and preach 
is like everybody, yeah, see, we need to have that. You're like, no, you don't want the $300 million. You don't want, you want to do what Houston does. Houston says, we have a figure that we're comfortable with. And you offer that figure to the player. And if that player says no and turns that down, you say, appreciate it. We're just going to replace you. Houston doesn't get stuck. Houston doesn't get stuck at all. Look at the Dodgers. The Dodgers have done one crazy contract, and that's been to Mookie Betts and so far, fabulous return. Their return on investment on that contract, well worth it. But they're not going out and giving a bunch of these deals. They have not done it. They have gone a route when they're going to pay guys, whether it's Kershaw, you can throw Trevor. Well, Freddie Freeman's a nice big deal, but it's not even $200 million. So that's, not, that's more of a deal like what the Astros would do. Like you've got you've to you've stay at a certain price point with all these players. You can't let a player get to be, let's say, 14% or more uh, of, of what, you, you know, what your payroll is. It's just, it just it's not good. You got to keep your big time players. You got to keep somewhere in the percentage of probably ten to fourteen percent of your payroll. That's what you want. You don't want to you go like way over that. You like what the Mariners did? You like, like what? what the Mariners did with J. Rod? Like what the Mariners did with Rodriguez? Yeah, that's a that that's that's a crazy interesting contract because really there's only a, I haven't looked at it in a while, but there was only a hundred and there was only a hundred. It's around a little over a hundred million is all that's totally guaranteed. There's a lot they in that contract. The Rays. I thought that I, I, you know, they copied what the Rays did with their dude, you know, the, you know, the young uh, Franco. I, 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 I thought it was uh, Ramos. What's what's his name? What's the guy in the Rays? Wan, Wander Rays? Franco. Yeah, Franco. Oh, Rodriguez's contract I thought was pretty special because they looked at him as you know as their own. Uh, you know, Hernandez, and we know that Felix did a heck of a job up there when they gave him money early in his contract, even though he was a pitcher. That's what the A's may have to copy because the Astros did pay Alvarez. They did pay him. And, not a lot. You know, they, They're not paying no, him a lot. No, they paid him. They paid him before they had to pay him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They, they, do, do, you know who the highest, do, you, do you know who the highest paid guy on the Atlanta Braves is average annual. If you look at all their contracts, they've signed guys. You know who the highest paid guy is? Olsen? No. Austin Riley. The Braves yeah, are the well, same. He... The, the Braves are the same mold as the Houston Astros. You don't go out and spend 300. Like the Padres spending 300 million on, on two guys is dumb. And then you trade for Soto, who wants over 400 million. That's just dumb. It's dumb. What the what the Braves have done, what the Astros have done, what the Dodgers, you just you 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 choose wisely, and you just don't go out and and dump crazy amounts of money into X amount of players, and then you don't have anything left in your organization. I saw the thing last night. You know the Padres who once had the number one farm system in baseball. They now only have three homegrown guys on the roster. Because they went and traded everybody, spent all this money, and it's been a disaster. That is not the model you want. 
You want to model your the, – the A's, when it's time to spend, need to mo- – and I hate to say it. You need to model yourself after what the Astros have done. You need to also model Braves, the little Dodgers in there. Dodgers are always going to have big bucks because they're guaranteed $3 million. They're television contracts. But, they, but look at the Dodgers. They have the healthy ecosystem. They always have guys coming up from the minor league system. They have the ability to spend money when they need to. I mean, that's what you need to get to. You need to get to a healthy ecosystem with your – because we're not healthy right now. There's no question we're not healthy right now. you got to be able to function at the big league level, and you got to be able to function also at the minor league level. Do you think letting Swanson go, who was three years older than Riley, was the right decision, even though Swanson is doing a great job for the Cubbies and he's playing shortstop? Do you think – I mean, they had to pay one of them. So they they chose to pay the younger guy the three you know Wiley was three years younger than Swanson. So what you're saying is you let the older guy go and you know if they both are body even as far as capabilities, you, you're gonna you're gonna pay the younger guy every time because you can pay them you can pay him less money than what Swanson's agent want wanted. Correct. Correct. Though I okay. did I I did predict at the winter meetings that. Damsby Swanson would be the one guy who plays shortstop the longest out of all the guys that signed, whether it was Trey Turner, Bogarts, Correa, all these guys. I did predict Swanson would be the guy who lasts at shortstop the longest. I think the Braves are doing all right. They're 89 and 45. Well, if the Cubs make the playoffs, I'm pulling for them to upset the Braves if they run into each other just for the hell of it. Uh, I'd like that. I, I, the, the Cubs story has been a lot of fun. I did uh, Bellinger in the, for my third inning hit. I think Bellinger, Bellinger has been red hot in this series that they got going on right now with the, uh, Cincinnati Reds is big for both these teams, but I've really, I loved, I mean, Cody Bellinger's batting. I mean, I can give it to you right now. I did it earlier today. Cody Bellinger, the last 59 games is hitting 368. Uh, 1,025 OPS, 15 home runs, 59 RBIs. He's slaying it in Chicago right now. It's a great story. He beat the Rays for the world for their only World Series in a long time. He he was the guy that really beat the Rays. Even though he right had now right now it is zeros between the Cubs and the Reds right now in the fifth inning. All right, Robert, you got anything else for me? No, I just want to see um, you not have to drive to Modesto, and I won't bring it up ever again now that you, you know, you've you've explained you don't want to talk about it, and I understand that. I I appreciate the backing, though. I just want to say I appreciate the backing. Yeah, you don't need to go over the Altamont Pass, do you? Oh, I do not. I haven't been to to Modesto in so long. No, I don't want to go. (laughs) No. Oh. No offense, no offense to all the great people in Modesto. I do not want to go. <laughs> and I think well, everybody in the, the great moral. city, and I think everybody in the great city of Modesto knows why I don't want to go. Well, you, I'm just hoping you wait for him down there in the, the South Bay, and uh, you can get two dinners from uh, both him and your. You hey, know, you know what? If Bitter Bill, if I end up winning the bet. I I will invite Bitter Bill to the Bay Area, and I'll buy him dinner in the Bay Area. Oh, that's because that's really the kind of guy kind. I am. Very kind. 
I'll buy him dinner at the chicken pie shop in Walnut Creek. There you go. Yeah. It's on me. Gonna, we'll all get together and have a we'll, we'll all get together like an like an after school party. We'll do an after season party and get together. Well, you have to have the captain there uh, video videotaping the whole thing so you can show it on a, you know on A's cast. Who's the captain? <laughs> you, I always have to give him credit because you tell me. Uh, remember on about two months a month ago, you you, you, you told me I got to give you know. More people credit than just you, you know, for your whole show. Co- oh, you're talking about the commander, Commander Cody, not Captain commander, Cody, Commander Cody. He couldn't well, you know, captain he anything. I, yeah, trust me, if we were on a boat and he, if he, if we were on a boat and he was running it, it's going to be Gilligan's Island Part Two. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> That's a good visual. Thank you very much, Robert. Oh, yeah. Commander Cody running the show. Oh, yeah. If you don't know what Gilligan's Island is, kids, look it up. Let's pause for station identification right here on A's Cast. A's Cast, streaming on iHeartRadio and broadcasting locally on Bloomberg 960, KNEW Oakland, and KOSF 103.7 FM HD2 San Francisco. I would have to say Gilligan's Island. I Gilligan's Island, one of the greats of all time. And if it wasn't for like I Love Lucy, Gilligan's Island, the Munsters. I mean, this is how TBS and TNT back in the day were established. And then later they put them on Nick at Night and all that kind of stuff. But those were they ran those reruns over and over and over again. But now none of you buy cable anymore. But that saved cable television, those old reruns. I think there's no question. The number is 833-625-2278. Coming up next, what are we talking about? Yeah, we're talking about a sweep. Sweep of the Angels. Hey, you know what? I don't feel bad that they're in the tank. If you, if you want me to feel bad for Disney and the Rally Monkey and that stupid hockey team they got to, the Docks, I, that whole thing is a joke to me. If you think I feel bad for them, ha, you're coming to the wrong guy. You're listening to the Ace Clubhouse Show. And the underdogs, Oakland Athletics, win their first championship since they were in Philadelphia in 1930. Hi, I'm Raleigh Fingers, Hall of Famer, three-time World Series champion with the Oakland A's, and World Series MVP. Winning takes teamwork, skill, and heart. So when you need an ace for a personal injury lawyer that will win you the game, go with the winning team. Call Venardi Zarata at 833-VZ-FOR-ME or go to vzlawfirm.com. Bernardi Serrata, the official injury law firm of the Oakland A's. Hey, Billy, this deck is great for getting everyone together. Thanks. We're really enjoying the outdoor space, especially on a day like today. What's the material? Humboldt Redwood from Ashby Lumber. They gave us a great deal, provided us with a quick quote, and we couldn't be happier. We even found a great contractor through their online contractor directory. Don't miss a day outdoors. Visit Ashby Lumber in Berkeley or Concord to see our stock of naturally strong, naturally beautiful Humboldt Redwood. Find out more at ashbylumber.com. For all your building needs, Ashby Lumber. 
Innovation is at the core of Cal State East Bay, like at our Green Biome Institute, where faculty and students preserve genetic information from California's endangered plants, or how we open doors for local entrepreneurs at our Small Business Development Center. From educators to nurses to STEM professionals, Cal State East Bay has real impact throughout the region's neighborhoods, boardrooms, and the entire economy. Be part of the innovation. Connect with Cal State East Bay at csueastbay.edu forward slash impact. If you're looking for a great place to eat and watch games, go see our friends at the Chicken Pie Shop of Walnut Creek. The Chicken Pie Shop is one of the hottest restaurants in Walnut Creek. You're not going to find a better menu and come try their world-famous chicken pie that has been served in Southern California for 86 years. Spacious indoor and outdoor dining, perfect for your next private party or corporate event. Don't forget free parking. For more information, go to chickenpieshopwc.com. That's chickenpieshopwc.com. Hit a home run with a low-rate personal loan from First United Credit Union. Their personal loans feature rates as low as 7.99% APR, and you can use the funds however you want. Plus, you could earn $100 when you apply and open a loan of promo code ATHLETICS. For more information or to apply, visit firstunitedcu.org forward slash athletics or stop by a local branch today. When Northern California businesses need some pop in their lineup, they call the bank rooted in the East Bay, Mechanics Bank. Since 1905, Mechanics Bank has been helping Bay Area and Northern California businesses find success and perform at the top of their game. See how they can make a difference in your business today. Call or stop by your local branch or visit MechanicsBank.com. Mechanics Bank, the official East Bay Bank of the Oakland A's. Member FDIC and equal housing lender. Is convenience a state of mind or a real thing? At Extra Mile, it's a real thing, and it's in everything they do. The stores are spacious, organized, clean, and well-lit, so you can get in quickly, get what you need, and keep going. It's just what you'd expect from a place serving up the hot and fresh food and snacks you love. So treat you right, and check out Extra Mile's fresh take on the convenience store experience. Extra Mile convenience stores at select Chevron and Texaco locations. Summertime is golf time in the Bay Area, and that means it's time to enjoy the beautiful vistas, 27 holes of championship golf, and all the amenities that Cinnabar Hills Golf Club has to offer. Cinnabar Hills gives you a variety on the course and in their amazing grill. They're ready to give you an incredible experience for any family, business, or social gathering. Nestled in the quiet hills of San Jose, summertime fun awaits you at Cinnabar Hills Golf Club. Learn more at CinnabarHills.com. That's CinnabarHills.com. Which NorCal drivers are enjoying the best of everything these days? Ask anyone who owns a Honda. My Honda Pilot is the perfect family SUV. My Honda CRV is definitely a great choice. Honda was named best overall brand, most refined brand, and best value brand of 2022 by Kelly Blue Book's KBB.com. Save now at your NorCal Honda dealer. Based on 2022 brand image awards from Kelly Blue Book, visit KBB.com for more information. For details, ask anyone who owns a Honda or visit NorCalHondaDealers.com. Eva's wedding. Nana's 80th. My first interview. Whenever I'm on the road, I wonder, where's everyone going? Every truck, bus, car, or bike, we all share the goal of going somewhere special beyond where we're driving to. So, let's work together to make sure we all get there safely. Visit www.sharetheroadsafely.gov. Paid for by the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration.
Trevor May at the belt. Throws. And a breaking ball is a fly ball. Center field playable. Butler or Ruiz is there. Ruiz is there. He puts it away for the athletics. And the A's have taken the first two games of the series. Trevor May notches another save. And the A's ride the home run by Rooker in the fourth. Tight pitchers duel. Tight and tough today. And the A's prevail by the final of 2-1. to one. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. Let's get you updated. The out-of-town scoreboard brought to you by Mechanics Bank. Let's see. We got some finals from earlier today. It was the Marlins over the Nationals 11-5. That's big because they are hanging in there in the wild card. We got all these games that are being played right now. Middle of the seventh, Rays 5, Guardians 4. Scoreless between the Cubs and the Reds in the sixth. Red Sox beating the Royals 6-1 in the third. Top of the fourth, Mariners shutting out the Mets 3-zip. Tigers on top of the White Sox 7-0 in the fourth. Top of the third, Yankees lead the Astros 3-2. Middle of the fourth, Cardinals take down the Pirates 3-1. Top of the fourth, Rangers leading the Twins 4-1. But will the bullpen blow it? Bottom of the third, Brewers 3, Phillies 2. Top of the first, just uh, kicking off here, Orioles and D-backs. Same for the Blue Jays and the Rockies later on tonight. It will be the Giants in San Diego. That will be at 540. And then at 610, it will be the Braves and the Dodgers. What's on deck presented by Ashby Lumber. Ashby Lumber, for all your building and remodeling needs, learn more at ashbylumber.com. We got a little day baseball again for you, folks. That's right. We're going to have A's total access starting at 1225. And you're going to have two parts of the Mark Kotze show. And then we're going to get it rolling at 107. The A's are going for the three-game sweep of the Halos. Let's face it. Last two days, outstanding. 9-2 to win on Friday night where it was just everything. Offense, they hit eight doubles. That's the most doubles this season. Uh, they got their 26 quality start from J.P. Sears. 26 quality starts. Sears has eight of them. A 9-2 victory on Friday. Today, a well-pitched game. Big home run by Brent Rooker in the fourth inning. A two-run shot, and the A's win 2-1. to one. And it was Paul Blackburn getting the win. He went five innings, gave up one run, struck out four, walked three, eh, but he still pitched pretty well, five innings. And the A's, they just kept they just kept the Angels from scoring. Angels left 11 guys on base, and they were one for 13 with runners in scoring position. That is not good. The A's with the win, two to one. Once again, we'll go for the three-game sweep of the Halos tomorrow. Here at the Coliseum. A's total access, 1225, first pitch, 107. All right, everybody, enjoy the rest of your Saturday, and thank you for listening to A's Cast and the A's Radio Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics.